Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools, and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. It is so close to that magical day. If you are celebrating Christmas, of course, we are very close to the man in the suit, the big fat man in the red suit coming and making his way around the world. Um, I guess this is one thing I miss the most about having young children, and that is the magic. But I also know how exhausting this time of the year as well. If you're not listening to this at Christmas, ignore me. But what I am here to talk to you about today because this will be my last um, recording before January 2023, when we all make New Year's resolutions. New Year, new me, here we go. (sighs) Did you know that Friday, January the 13th, 2023, is also known as Quitter's Day? This is the day that New Year's resolutions get thrown out the window. No, not doing that anymore. I'm going to eat what I want again, or I'm going to stop going to the gym because that bores me, or I'm not enjoying it, or whatever you're setting the intention. My New Year's resolution this year was to instantly put washing away after I'd folded it all. Once it was dry, and once I'd folded it, I was going to put it away. Didn't happen. Well, I've got older children now, so I give it to them to put their own away, but I'm talking about mine. It could sit in that washing basket, that linen basket, for a good couple of days before I actually get around to putting it away. And you know what? I don't really want to, which is why it never really happened. But what I thought I would do today is share with you, for those of you that are making New Year's resolutions, is just explain why the act of willpower is simply not enough. Willpower is an act of the conscious mind. So we have to have conscious desire to create change in our life. So you could be saying, you know what, I know I should stop doing X, Y, Z, insert whatever is irrelevant, is relevant to you there. But secretly, I love it. Now, many of you will know that I am a qualified hypnotherapist. And I don't do work around smoking, giving up smoking. I don't do that type of work. But let's just say I did. If I had a client message me or contact me and say, really want to give up smoking. And I said to them, why? And if they said something to me like, oh, do you know what? My partner hates it, really hates it. And they've told me if I don't stop smoking, then there's going to be trouble. Like I can't, I can't cope with this anymore, but I love it. But I want to save my relationship. Hidden underneath all of that is a lack of desire. You may want to work on your relationship, But if it's something that you love, ultimately, it's not going to be something you're going to change. And what might happen is you become a secret smoker. This always makes me laugh. As a non-smoker, you can tell someone that smokes. Um, But but yeah, anyway, let's not get into that. 
So any act of change has to have conscious desire first and foremost, which is why the act of willpower is simply not enough. So I'm going to delve into this even deeper now. So I'm going to start by saying behind every action and or behavior is positive intention. So let me say that again. And you may have already heard me say this before on past podcasts. Behind every action and or behavior is positive intention. So everything we do, we are doing it for the positive intention that it brings into our lives. And it is that feeling that we desire. So if we can become aware of that, the desire, it can help us to understand why we do the things we do and why the act of willpower is simply not enough. So I'm going to dig even deeper into that. So even though you may have consciously decided that you no longer wish to do a certain thing or that you want to start doing a certain thing, i.e. exercise more, go to bed earlier, I don't know, insert there whatever is going to be relevant for you, folding the washing and putting it away. I'm going to use eating chocolate as an example, because this is my thing. If you don't understand what eating chocolate is giving to you in terms of positive intention, then you're going to keep going back to chocolate, even though you really want to stop consuming as much or stop eating it completely. I love chocolate and I specifically love galaxy ripples. They are my thing. If they're in the house, I can hear them in the cupboard going, Steph, eat me. You know you want to. So we used to get, I would order, we get our shopping, food shopping delivered. And we used to get galaxies delivered. And then whispers, Grange loves a whisper. And I would just know that they're sitting in the cupboard, ready for me to consume them. And I said to Grange, you're going to have to stop buying them. Because the simple act of willpower is not enough for me. Because actually, eating ripples gives me a whole ton of positive feeling it gives me a great feeling actually so what subliminal messages or stories have you taken on board in your lifetime about the thing that you're trying to stop or the thing that you want to do more of so let's talk about carry on talk about chocolate and the need that it fulfills for me and see if you can relate this to what you're thinking about so chocolate has historically been given as a reward for positive behavior It's given out at kids' parties. It's packaged up beautifully at this time of the year. I mean, look at the celebrations, you know, those boxes and all the amazing chocolates that are giving out at this this time of the year. And for us women, we also learn very early on that chocolate helps with our menstrual cycles. You know, oh, have a bar of chocolate. It's okay, I've got my period. I can eat a bar of chocolate. Chocolate can release all the feel-good hormones in our bodies because of what we believe about it. The same can be said for that glass of wine at the end of a very hard day. You know, it's we see it all the time, don't we? If I get to five o'clock and I've not had a glass of wine, I'm having a good day. Or there's nothing better than putting the kids to bed, putting on my pyjamas and opening up a bottle of wine or having that glass of wine. It creates that physical reaction in our body. For me, it's eight o'clock, cup of coffee, decaf and my bar of chocolate. It's the same feeling for me. And other things as well that you may wish to give up but find it so hard to do so. Now let's just say exercise is your intention for the new year. Because a lot of a lot of gyms will be getting a whole load of new members in January. 
because of this feeling of rebooting, of this feeling of new year, new me that I was talking about. And it could also be because in December, there could be lots of partying, we could be eating lots of foods, drinking lots of alcohol, and then we just feel this sluggishness in our body and we go, do you know what, January, that's it, dry January, you know, all of these things. But the inclination to give up on those things or get up and go to the gym will only sit with us for a period of time. And then what happens is all those underlying beliefs which are stored in the subconscious around exercise, let's just use exercise as an example, will start coming to the fore and self-sabotage our efforts. So you'll hear yourself saying things like, oh, you know, I really... I really do want to go to the gym, but you know, there's a part of me that's just saying, stay on the sofa or do this instead, or don't make exercise a priority or whatever. You know, and there's also the beliefs that come with that. You know, my belief with exercise used to be really unhealthy because of PE at school. I had a really un- unhealthy belief around exercise to the point that when I left school, I said never again, because it was really really troubling you know not being naturally gifted at sports and then being picked last for the netball team you know that really great way that teachers used to get oh that you're you're a team leader you're a team leader everybody line up you'll pick one after the other that's the most awful experience for somebody that potentially doesn't enjoy sports anyway they're going to get picked last just kind of reinforce reinforcing that belief that sport is not something to be enjoyed So when I wanted to start getting fitter and start feeling better in my body as my body started to shift later on in life, I had to tackle some of those outdated, unhelpful beliefs that I'd formed in my like early teens. And then the self-sabotage happens when those beliefs come to the fore. And remember, those beliefs are always coming from a place of positive intention and ultimately safety because the subconscious, its job is to keep us safe. Now, it isn't able to rationalise what safety is perceived at. So going back to my experience as a young teenager and being picked last for the netball team, I felt unsafe because at that time I felt like I'd been singled out in that crowd. I'd been made to stand out as my interpretation of rubbish, useless, not wanting to be part of that team. Nobody wanted me on their team. So when I decided later on in life to put myself in in an environment of a gym where there was lots of fit people, lots of really naturally sporty people, I assumed. My subconscious was going, don't do it. You know what's going to happen. You're going to stand out from the crowd. You're going to look silly and people are going to realise that you can't do anything and that you actually are no good at exercise. So the self-sabotaging would happen. So coming back to that place of positive intention... That is what my subconscious was doing. It was creating those feelings from a place of love, from a place of positive intention and ultimately wanting to keep me safe, which in, which turned out for me staying away from the gym. I didn't. I got fit. So if this is resonating with you, I want you to think about the things that you wish to let go of in your life. And then I want you to consider what you believe around that item or that thing and dig into what is the positive intention for keeping it in your life. Me and my buddy Lauren were having a conversation yesterday about food. We always talk about food. We're obsessed with food, in fact, um, in a good way. 
And we were talking about things that she's like, she's like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't want to give up biscuits. Let's just say the word biscuits. But I know I should because of the sugar and da 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 da. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Because then she, it felt like to her that she was depriving herself of something rather than liberating herself from something. So as I say, knowledge is power. Once you know and you understand what is going on and the attachments you have to the items or the thing that you want to start moving yourself into, you can work with it rather than against it and stop feeling like you're depriving yourself rather than liberating yourself. So what I want you to do just for today is get curious about that inner voice that is keeping you from achieving your goals and your desires. And if you're ready to get out of your own way, if you're ready to reconnect to all that you already are, but you may have lost connection in to yourself in the layers of life, as well as discover all that you're ready to be in 2023, let's have a free non-obligational chat. And I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. If you have identified something that you keep butting up against, every January I want to do this, or I want to do that, or I want to feel like this, or I want to feel like that, and then you go back to old patterns, old safe patterns of behavior, whether they feel good or not, they're still safe. Because again, the subconscious is there to keep us safe. So it will sabotage anything that feels unsafe to the unconscious mind. So check out the link in the show notes, get in touch so that we can talk through that. So as I said at the start of this, this is the last episode of the year. I will be back on the 9th of January, 2023, bright and early, falling into your inbox or your platform that you listen to at 7am. And it just leaves me to say that I hope you have the Christmas and New Year that you desire. Whatever it is you're doing, whoever it is that you're with, celebrating or not celebrating, I truly hope that you have the festive time that you desire. And I will see you on the other side. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel and really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.